Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm Graham Atkinson. I'm the Agriculture Director um, for Producers at Noble Foods. So um, a packing and grading business uh, based in the UK um, with a with a national spread. I've been with the company for just over 11 years now um and started off working as a as a regional manager within the within the producer base up in the north of england um and then over time have, have progressed to the role uh, that i'm within now so i head up the team that looks after predominantly our contracted producer base so totaling uh, circa 280 producers uh, as far north as as caithness down into the southwest of england across to the east coast and east anglia and uh, and right across into the west of Wales. So we've a, a good geographical spread. Uh, and then those producers providing eggs, again, nationally spread into our packing centres across the UK. Um, I work within the consumer food side of the business, but other divisions as well within the business. So we are a, a milling business providing, uh, providing feed as well. Uh, and we also have a processing plant for end of life cycle as well. So another another division there, uh, poultry division there. So uh, with a good spread, large business, great team, great set of people to uh, to work with. And, uh, and yeah, very, very enjoyable place to be. What is the position of UK eggs right now in this post-Brexit world? And has egg production been hindered or has there been a positive spin of the situation at Noble Foods? Well, in terms of egg production, uh, you know, that that in essence has, has remained the same across that producer base. So from a production perspective, um, no impact, direct impact in, in that way. Clearly, clearly post-Brexit uh, or Brexit has brought its, its, its challenges uh, for sure. Um, and whilst we're, we're not really an, an exporter of egg per se, very occasional export, but there has been um, and will continue to be some impact on that and a couple of couple of factors, I suppose, that are involved in that. The new the new regulations and the and the paperwork involved in it have clearly have clearly delayed that that process, if you like. Um, and so the you know the movement of goods is is somewhat slower than it than it would have been before. Now a couple of points to that obviously from a from a um a frozen or an ambient food perspective that that is is somewhat more manageable from a fresh produce perspective and obviously included in that with eggs then you know the time scales involved with that don't don't sit so that makes life a little bit harder and the deal blocks the the in, in essence blocks the export of of un, ungraded egg so um what's the impact of that well obviously as an as an industry not just looking at noble noble food specifically but as an industry um that in in essence blocks a route for the movement of some eggs so that that leads to oversupply versus demand so Currently, as we stand today, within the industry, there is a there is an oversupply of eggs. So if we look at if we're looking at that from a Brexit perspective, I suppose you could argue that the impact currently has been that the, the industry sits in oversupply. Another key issue that's obviously facing a lot of producers right now is the reported labour crisis. Now, how has Noble either got around or been affected by this situation? And I you know, understand that. Um, You've been stepping up uh, training and education uh, and local foods. So how's that played a part in alleviating some of these challenges? Well, when you, as, as you've asked from a producer perspective, I think um, 
I think over the years, um, and certainly in recent years, it's 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 gathered a great deal of momentum. So if you look from a production perspective on on farm, um, you know, innovation and technology has really has really come to the fore. So um, agriculture in general, I mean, just just not talking about eggs, it's it's you know it's well known and talked about that recruitment into agriculture um, is and has been a, a struggle. Uh, the the technologies that are involved now don't replace people per se but it possibly does reduce the number of people required on farm because there are elements of the technology and automation that mean um some of the some of the focus on manpower is taken out however uh, the other side of that is that that you still need to recruit the people the people therefore need um other sets of skills in working with that technology so i suppose the kind of people that you find that you're recruiting for has changed the skill set of those people um, is a slightly higher requirement what i would say is you don't take away when you're looking at a producer farmer agriculture perspective particularly focused on livestock you can't take away the stockmanship skills that are involved and across the industry and indeed at noble foods there are a lot of um, different and and relatively new things at play uh, looking to both attract initially and then upskill people and and um give them that roadmap if you like as to agriculture being a being an industry to come into and an industry that pro- provides um progression as well but you've got to start at that base level but i think the key point to note is that is that as i've already stated the technology involved and the automation involved continues continues to grow the innovation in that side of things so i think we look at different skill sets agriculture uh, there's no getting away from it still remains a, a challenge to uh, to attract people into but we are finding some traction on that and i think from a producer perspective and and i would hasten to add you know the majority of our production being contracted so they're they're working at that but i i still think that that we're we're heading in the right direction with it and starting to and starting to get agriculture out there um and starting to get it in front of house and working with a number of different bodies to to make sure that we are recruiting the right kind of people. Excuse me, what kind of skills uh, are you looking for in this area? And there are there enough skilled people to go around? Well, I think some of the skills you 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 learn. So as, as to my point earlier, I, you know, there's no getting away from the fact that stockmanship, and it's a it's a, a broad term, I suppose, but stockmanship is something. Um, traditionally within the farming industry, you were probably born into so that succession and, and, and working away on the farm from a from an early age. Can stockmanship be taught? It certainly can through time. So that one's that one's something that you build over time. But what we find now is that um, to aid the stockman, I mean these are all these are all aids within it. But the technologies involved now, we've got far more digital control and data gathering um, over over a flock of birds on farm. So that sort of understanding of modern technologies, et cetera, is, is a skill that if you went back 15, 20 years, you wouldn't be looking for so much. But the focus is definitely on that now. You are looking for people who have um, some some semblance of engineering skills, I suppose. Um, but again, digital engineering would now be a, another skill set to add to that. So it's a broad gambit when you're looking at, at for, for people on farm. Um, I suppose it's a practical hands-on approach, but it's moved on that bit now to, to, um, to have a need for 
that more digital modern technology skill set. Now, looking at Noble as a business, um, the company's exited the likes of Goo mm. and that sort of area. So is the future of Noble purely looking at eggs or um, that sort of side of things? Or is there still room for the company to diverse into other areas? Or are you focusing more on more of a single product or single uh, offering? Um, well, I think I think if you talk if you just use the word egg, then you're talking about a single offering. But I, I think is there is there the opportunity or the thrust to diverse the business going forward? Um, I think that's something the business is always open to to looking at. But with with the sale of Goo, as you stated, the you know the focus of the business now is is on our core, is on is on egg. But that said, what we've seen um, and, cert- and certainly through the pandemic pandemic is you know increased consumer interest in egg egg is egg is um a relatively cheap source of very healthy protein we've seen consumer usage increase we've seen egg occasion usage increase and so our focus really is is on the core of the business but the exploration of of further innovation in egg if you like um how do we how do we make egg more convenient to the to the consumer how do we push egg in into the um, into the on the go arena, as an example? So, um, from our perspective, where we're you know very excited about exploring the the further use of egg and the innovation of egg. So, um, yeah, certainly a certainly a, an exciting arena to be in. Lots and lots to explore, um, and and we'll look to develop that going forward. But do you feel threatened? Uh, by the likes of egg replacers, um, uh, vegan products that are attempting to offer uh, what you are doing, but obviously without the chicken involved. Is that something that uh, Noble's worried about, or do you think that egg is going to continue to stay uh, no matter what? No, I don't, I don't think that that would be. You know, there are there are a number of reasons why um, why people or a percentage of people are not using eggs, and some of that is for for health reasons, etc. I don't think that we would feel threatened by it. I think we would look at it as something that we work with um, and alongside. And and from an egg perspective, we offer as many opportunities as we can for for those that you know for those that consume eggs. So no, I don't, I don't feel that that's a an area that we would feel threatened by at all. Anything else that you'd like to cover today? Anything else that you feel um, that we haven't spoken about or uh, that you need to draw some attention to at all? Well, I think I think from our perspective, uh, <laughs> there's been an awful lot gone on, hasn't there, in the next in in the last 15, 18 months that that probably doesn't need a great deal of uh, of talking about today. And I think we're um, we're probably changing changing the things we talk about. I'm sure if you go back over the last fifteen months, the uh, the most popular phrase phrase used in the, in that time period was probably "you're on mute," and it probably now moves to um, the new normal, whatever that may whatever that may look like. But as we as we discussed at the beginning of this, um, from a from where my area of focus is within the business and working with the producers from from their perspective, um, not much has changed in the in the day to day. From our perspective, in, in working with our producer base, who are you know partners within our business, if you like, then our thrust is to look at what innovations we can support, help, and partner with our producers to improve to improve their lot in life, their productivity or, or profitability. We have a focus on 
on sustainability. Uh, I think that focus comes from many different facets into our business and, and therefore down to agriculture and the, and the producer base. And where we're focused on some exciting projects there going forward in terms of how do we how do we improve our sustainability credentials, work away on that a little bit more. Um, how do we how do we look at um, four particular key areas with one partnership we're looking at so so food waste how do we how do we reduce uh, food waste recover more saleable egg into the business um carbon footprinting i mean that's that's a, a big watchword isn't it out there within within many industries so how can we how can we reduce the impact our feed regimes may have on on a carbon footprint perspective so some work going on there and partnering with um with some businesses there to look at improvements within that um, on a far more global scale, but, but globally we are involved in sourcing raw materials for our feed manufacturing side of the business. So how do we reduce our impact on, on that? So some work going on there um, as in land use for, for sourcing of raw materials. And then a key area of focus, bird welfare. We would be confident that we're in a, in a good place with our, with, with our producer base and our welfare credentials from a, from a bird welfare perspective but you can never rest on your laurels and we should be looking to um, improve that improve that bird welfare and, and look for excellence within it so a lot of work going on there as well so some really some really exciting areas that we're that we're starting some work on and a, and a, a long old journey to go on but um, but yeah I think we'll get some good traction on it. Well Graham thank you very much for speaking to you today very much appreciated. You're very welcome sir.